welcome. This is Assurance in Action, the bi-weekly podcast of your total quality assurance provider, Intertech. I am your host, Seth Martin-Wick, and today I am joined by Frank Karit, the head of regulatory services for Intertech Food Services. Frank, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. How are you doing? Very well. Uh, today, Frank and I will be discussing authenticity of food labeling and listed ingredients. Uh, Frank, could you uh, d- detail exactly what you do with Intertech? Yeah, I joined Intertech, uh, yeah, 14 months ago um, uh, with a regulatory team. So basically, we help food producers enter markets around the world. So we make sure that their products only contain ingredients that are allowed in the local markets and that their labels are compliant with local food law. For that, we have a team of experts around the world which are native speakers and know the regulations um, from the countries they're in. Very good. So first question today is what is the importance of proper food labeling? Apart from that they have to from the law, um, all around the world food labels shall enable consumers to make informed choices. So the interests of the customers vary. So some do not want additives in their food. Others have to avoid certain foods for health reasons like they are allergic or others chose to have a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. And most of all, nutrition facts are important to many consumers so they can plan a balanced diet for themselves. Um, The basic principle in different legislation is that the consumer shall be sufficiently informed and must not be misled. Um, The details differ from country to country or legislation to legislation, but most of the food laws around the world concerning labeling are somewhat based on Codex Alimentarius rules, so they are similar everywhere you go. You mentioned regulation. What regulations relate to food labeling specifically? As I said, most are based on Codex Alimentarius, but um, different regions in the world have their own rules. For Europe, it's um, basically the regulations 1169 from 2011, uh, which contains most labeling requirements like font size for mandatory information, um, the name of the food, Uh, how an ingredients list shall look like, uh, how to place the net weight on it, what a best before date means or when you have to use a use by date, uh, mandatory nutrition facts and how they have to be um, labeled, um, storage conditions, um, you have to highlight allergens. For some ingredients, you have to state the origin of the food. So where does that ingredient come from? Um, if an ingredient or the whole food has to has been irradiated, it has to be declared. Um, you have to say whether GMOs are in there and so on and so on. Um, there are additional regulations covering organic production, nutrition and health claims, and many other parts. Um, Different regions, as I said, have their own rules, uh, like FDA, or um, we have in Russia the GOST, we have uh, New Zealand and Australia with their own rules, which are similar, but they differ in details. 
Great. So how do those regulations uh, help consumers in the countries they affect? They help consumers to make a qualified choice. Um, some of the regulations help them to compare similar products. Like in Europe, uh, you have to give the quantity of certain ingredients. So if you, for instance, buy a chili con carne, you can take two products and compare how much minced meat is inside of them. So, and if you want more, you can choose by the information on the label. Um, for most of the consumers, um, the nutrition facts are very important and nutrition and health claims are regulated here in Europe very strictly. So only approved claims can be used. And you have to make sure as a producer that the products contain significant amounts of the advertised substances. And for instance, if a product says it's free from, yeah, say, lactose, gluten, whatever, additives, it has to be free from that. And there are rules you have to apply to. Otherwise, it's misleading the customer and therefore the products are illegal. Um, um, apart from the authorities, the competition and consumer organizations or magazines help ensure that the um, requirements are met. So um, the competitors monitor closely what the others do. So how does an organization ensure that they're doing their part in assuring that their food is being labeled correctly? Mm, well, first of all, they have to be sure what they really put into their products. Um, especially if they use compound ingredients from suppliers, um, and even more so if the suppliers are in countries with other regulations, they have to ask the right questions what they are buying. Um, for example, in some countries, GMO or irradiations are common and there are no labeling rules for that. So if a company doesn't ask or check they made up with a warehouse full of products they cannot sell or even worse they have to recall from the market. Uh, same for allergens. The lists differ from region to region so in America the list is much shorter than uh, in Europe. Um, therefore producers should be well aware that there are many small details that can, that can make a big difference there. So they have to make sure that they know the markets they want to enter with their products, the requirements, and that they choose the right supplier that helps them enter those markets. Um, in addition, they have to keep up to date with label requirements and changes. Um, there are several organizations offering trainings for that, but um, more for smaller uh, organizations it's quite hard to keep up with all the changes so if they don't want to have the experience in-house they would be uh, well advised to work with consultants in that area. What should a producer keep in mind when entering different markets? Yeah we have that. Um, there are very very specific details that are different from country to country. For example um, nutrition facts, the calories are calculated differently in the US than in Europe. So um, even if you have the figures, uh, you cannot just copy them because the calculation is different. So that's one thing. As I said before, um, 
GMO and irradiation is quite common in the United States. So if a producer from the United States want to enter the European market, they should take a good look at their ingredients again because um, Europe is quite anti on GMOs and irradiation. So the producers might be well advised to source for materials that don't contain GMOs or, and that are not irradiated. Um, it always makes sense to uh, either have an agent uh, in the country they want to sell to or at least a consultant to go through the details um, of the products, go through the ingredient list, um, if possible, through the specifications, where, uh, what are the sources of the um, ingredients, like is a starch from wheat, uh, does it have uh, still contain gluten, so is there an allergen labeling mandatory, and so on. So basically, if a producer does not know the country they want to go into, they they should spend some extra time um, getting used to the local laws. From the perspective of a consumer, how do you suggest that a consumer stays vigilant toward the lab the accuracy of labeling? Yeah, for a consumer, it's very difficult to verify uh, if a label is accurate. Sometimes the price might give an indication, but um, even high-priced products do not guarantee that the quality is high too. Um, but on the other hand, a product sporting bold claims of highest quality usually doesn't come at a very low price. Um, so as I said, for the customer, for the consumer, it's very hard to verify it. If they are in doubt, uh, a good step would be just to contact the producer. Usually the producers have quite a good uh, customer service and will be able and willing to answer the questions of the consumers. If they don't, um, there are consumer organizations in most all countries. Um, in some countries they even have internet platforms where the consumer can post their questions concerning certain food and get additional information. Yeah, and if all that doesn't help, a good, the final step would be to contact the local authorities if they can't get any information from the producer. Thank you for your time, Frank. Uh, and thank you for listening to another episode of Assurance in Action. Please listen and follow Assurance in Action uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you would like to learn more about food labeling, uh, please follow the links that I will be putting in the description. Thanks. Mm -hmm.